Good afternoon, everyone. Here it is, the rare Saturday Sip Snack episode, as promised. Now, today is Saturday, September 17th, 2022. This is the Sip Snack on Substack, read by myself, author Ryan Cipriani. And today's edition is titled, Five Things Every Self-Published Author Needs, the Conclusion, Marketing or Social Media. More of an and or, really. And Lessons on Failure from Eastern's Philosophers. So far today, uh, I got up early, had a nice cup of coffee uh, out on my girlfriend's porch, and we just kind of looked out at the rolling hills of Tennessee. It was very lovely. Uh, I walked my dog, went for a run, made a second cup of coffee because there is no such thing as too much coffee on a Saturday, and now I'm settled into right. It has been a good, restful day after what has arguably been a difficult week. I hope all of you are finding the same kind of respite. Today, we'll wrap up our series on the needs of self-published authors. And once again, um, I have to say, I have more to say on this than I expected. Uh, so be on the lookout for a future series regarding marketing and social media. Um, you are all amazing writers, and the world cannot wait to hear what you have to say. So give me five minutes of your day, and then get back to writing. Article 1, Marketing and Social Media. All right, self-published authors, you're nearing the end of your self-publishing journey. You've written a book, gotten it legally protected and attached to an ISBN, a brilliant cover art artist has developed an amazing cover for you, and you've secured print copies and a method of distribution or wholesale. That's it, right? Put that book out in the marketplace and start raking in the royalties. The crowd goes wild! Except that it doesn't. Because who the heck has heard about your book? Your friends and family? Good start, but you're gonna need you're gonna run out of them quicker than you think. You need to reach a bigger audience. You need the world to hear about your awesome piece of literary brilliance. The last thing self-published authors need is some sort of marketing strategy or social media presence. Now, marketing can be done through paid ads on Google, Amazon, and other retailer engines if you have the money and understand how to deconstruct consumer data to target your ideal customer. So if you've got a good, deep understanding of your typical reading demographic, and actually you should anyway do some research, uh, and you have unlimited funds, start buying up ad space and hammering readers with your books. Don't have those kinds of funds or understanding? Let me ask you this. Do you at least know who you think would want to read your book? Sidebar for the listeners, the answer is not everybody. <laughs> as much as we'd love to appeal to the entire mass audience, not everybody's going to love your work. That's, that, that is just a truth of writing, and, and that's completely okay. I don't expect everybody to love my work. Uh, you want to know who your niche is. You want to know who your audience is. What communities, cultures, or groups inspired you while you were writing? You need to get in front of them, and the best way to do that is through social media. Look, I am not a social media marketing graduate or anything, but I do know the basics. You can actually read more about my strategy in this month's uh, issue of Scribblesworth Emag. They were actually kind enough to interview me on my social media presence, and this is for the listeners if you do want more details. Um, that is linked in uh, the uh, print edition. I'm going to try and put a link in the description notes of this podcast as well. Scribblesworth Emag, by the way, another editorial here, just a really good place to go for some cool content on, uh, on writers and, uh, and, and just sort of the general writing community, really good place to, to pick up some cool tips. Um, take some time to research how to build your own platform. I want this to be your main takeaway on why social media or marketing is important to you as an author. 
There used to be a time when a writer could sit behind a typewriter, bang out a brilliant manuscript, and then live as a recluse while the world fawned over them. These are not those times anymore. It is possible, or is it possible, question mark, to still be a mysterious, removed writer without a public presence and be commercially successful? Well, yes, but it's much more unlikely. Remember, in periods before the internet, publication was largely gatekept. Now the fields of content are flooded with self-published authors. Editorial here, personally, I think that's a great thing. I think the world needs more books. But if you want to stand out, you must put yourself out there. Besides, your audience thinks you're awesome. They want to hear from you. So engage with them. That's the heart of modern marketing. Engagement. Engaging genuinely and excitedly with people who enjoy your work. Tell them you're here. They're waiting. Article 2. Failure. Look, failure isn't easy to talk about. And frankly, it's highly subjective anyway. After all, I think failure is actually when you stop trying, not when things break. But we tend to think of failure as the moment a project or pursuit comes to some sort of conclusion opposite of the intended result. It happens. We fall. So says Lao Tzu, failure is the foundation of success and the means by which it is achieved. Again, brilliant. No notes. I don't really want to elaborate any further on this. Friends, you cannot achieve success without having first failed. Failure is going to happen to you. Better that it happens early than you constantly succeed up the ladder only to fall flat on your face during an enormous opportunity. How will you know how to recover? You've never had to. So don't be afraid to fail, especially early on. It's the road to success. If you learn from it. The Sun Tzu quote I chose is a bit more abstract. If you fail to defeat your enemy and return being impossible, disaster will ensue. More simply put, have backup plans. In the metaphor of this case, your enemy is whatever you were trying to achieve. If you don't leave yourself somewhere to turn next, if you should fail, your entire endeavor could fall apart. Don't burn bridges as you go. Have other routes already envisioned. If one plan does not work, try another, but be ready with it. Anticipate failure, plan for it, and strategize every move afterward. It'll never feel as though you even failed in the first place. Article 3 the Nightland. The last really long book I want to re uh, recommend is a bit of a controversial one. I just finished The Nightland, and I still can't tell if I love it or hate it. The book is misogynistic throughout, grossly repetitive and mundane for much of its 200,000-word runtime, and it's stylistically written in a way that makes absolutely no sense given when it was first published. For all that, there are moments of sheer, unvarnished creative brilliance. The horror and the weirdness of this book cannot be understated. I understand exactly why this is on the list of inspirations for some of our modern author greats. When this book speaks loud, it shouts like a thunderstorm. So give it a try, but at your own risk. We do have a Sundays with Sip coming up tomorrow, so for those of you who have not gotten your full fix of writing craft, technique, and inspirational content, don't worry, there's more to come. Rest up, you merry folk. Enjoy your Saturday. I'll see you tomorrow.